بسم الله الرحمن الرحیم بیشتر نمسسمی از مهانم دوم میلیم تا کتابی بود برای جو نفس که اقسام قرآن کریم می آی نفس امارا نفس مبابا نفس مطمئن اس قرآن نے کچھ کلام کیا اور نفس امارا کا تسکیہ کے بھی کچھ طریقے بتائیں اور نفس نوام کا تسکیہ بھی کے کچھ طریقے بتائیں اگلی ان کی قسم ہے وساوس کی اقسام جاننا چاہیے کہ وساوس چار قسم پر ہیں پھر وساوس یا رحمانی ہوں گے یا شیطانی یا ملکی ہوں گے یا نفسی پہلے رحمانی خیال و خاطر رحمانی خیال و خاطر وہ ہے کہ بے سبب دل میں وارد ہوتا ہے اور دل کو حق کی طرف کھینچ لے جاتا ہے اور اس میں دل کو ایک طرف کرنے یا نہ کرنے مجبور کر دیتا ہے دوسری طرف کے اختیار اکثر سلب ہو جاتا ہے علامت اس کی اطمینان قلب ہے This can also be a result, samra, of studying Qur'an, studying hadith, studying ilm, studying seerah. But the more ilm of deen you have, the more your thoughts will be inspired by your knowledge of deen. It can also be a samra of ibadat. The more ibadat the person does, the more zikr a person does, the more their thoughts will be about Allah Ta'ala, their thoughts will be about obedience, ita'at. Their thoughts will be of haya, their thoughts will be of zikr. So as the Bailey writes that, uh, this Rahmani khayal, come this thought which is called Rahmani, comes into the spiritual heart, kalm of a person. And what it does is that it attracts a person towards haq. It, that's why I'm using the word inspires. It's a thought that occurs to them, they just want to do it. And it overcomes that person, it overwhelms that person, such that it makes them much more, it makes, it overwhelms them, it necessitates them to act upon that good thought. And the majority of time, the other aspect of the thought, or not acting on the thought, becomes some and goes away. For example, If you find that, for example, people used to say that they would wake up for dhanjal without any alarm clock. And then when they wake up, there's an impulse in their heart that they must pray. And the thought of not praying almost becomes impossible. The idea that they would just remain lying in bed without getting up becomes impossible for them. This is Rahmanikya. Alright? Maybe it could be like giving charity. It comes in the heart of a person that they want to give something for the sake of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And that thought overwhelms them that although the complete permissible possibility is that they don't give it, but not giving it becomes impossible to them. So this thought is a gift, is a hidayah from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. This is part of Allah ta'ala's mercy from him being al-Rahman. And 
I mention it may come due to a person's ill, may come due to their ibadah, may come due to their ikhlas, may come due to dawah, may come due to khidmah, and it may come bila sabab min al-ibad, not due to any sabab from the creature and slave, as a pure inayat fazal karam, as a pure gift from Allah subhanahu Second, this is khatr shaitani خاطر شیطانی اکثر اعتقادیات مثلا توحید رسالت قیامت حقانیت قرآن مجین وغیرہ میں ہوا کرتے ہیں جس سے شرک و کفر پیدا ہوتا ہے یا گناہ کبیرہ جس سے شرک و کفر تک پہنچنے والا ہو so this is called خاطر شیطانی what he means is that the shak and shubha and doubt and vehem and question that shaitan plants in a person through waswasa, normally or foremost, he will plant a thought about the foundational beliefs of a person. That's why a person may even write something, and may, people write me things like that, that I'm even doubting the existence of Allah subhanahu Write to wujud ibaritama. This is khatr shaitan. I don't understand. Sometimes it's, it's not always even that sophisticated thing that they heard some philosophy professor president. Sometimes they just read the news. Sometimes you read the news and something happened in the world that makes them in shock. It shakes them up. So they start questioning the existence of Allah Ta'ala. They start questioning whether Islam is really the only exclusive truth. Whether the Quran is really the only way. Whether the Nabi Kareem Sallallahu is truly the last and final prophet. So that shaitan will try to whisper thoughts into a person that will challenge the very foundations of belief. They might have a doubt about Yom Al-Qiyamah, about Al-Khirah, about Jannah, about Jahannam, about Allah's judgment, about fate, about free will. So many thoughts and questions can come in a person's mind. Second possibility is that if they're not about Itikadiyat, then their thoughts about the Kaba'ir sins. Earlier today in Dorat Kapsir we mentioned that Imam Hafiz al-Hadith al-Muhaddith al-Imam al-Zahbir al-Mulatala had went through the Qur'an and Sunnah and tried to identify using some usul which of the sins are kabair and he enumerated 70 such sins. So this will be a thought that comes in a person that makes them amada, prepares them, they get an impulse, impulse, inspiration but in a negative way. A negative impulse to do a major sin. And the same thing that it was with Rahmani, sometimes it overcomes and overwhelms a person so much that the other janib, meaning not doing that, becomes near impossible. So the lustful impulse, the greedful impulse, the impulse to do some kabira sin overwhelms a person so much that not doing it becomes near impossible for them. This is Khatri Shaitan. Third, Khatri Malak. Ta'at Ibadah. Par Amada Karnevala. Or Kuwa Denevala Ho Kuwa Kartai. Or Mamanat or Kawatunku Dur Karnevala Hotai. Maka Dusri Janaka Ikhtiar Salam Nehi Hota. Nehi Hota. Alright, so Khatri Malaki means having a thought which resembles the way the angels think. Doesn't mean the angels put the thought in you. It means to have a thought that has the likeness of how the angels think. 
So what is the thoughts of the angels all the time in their mind is obedience and worship, obedience and worship, itab, ibadat, itab, ibadat. So you get a similar thought like that, and it encourages you to do it. It gives you kuwa, it gives you strength, willpower, resolve, and determination to do it. Then it uh, dispels or makes the rakavat, it makes the obstacles go away, hindrances, your hesitations, your reservations. It makes all of those things go away. However, dusri janaka ikhtiyar sal Still at the same time you may decide not to do the ibadah and not to the obedience. So then this is like that person who, to go back to some of the examples we used earlier, so they wake up at the time of Tanjil, they get the thought that I should get up and pray. But at the same time the laziness is still there. Now the battle will take place. And maybe the laziness wins and they don't pray. Maybe they wake up pursuer and they think, okay, let me pray Kurakats also. I shouldn't just eat. That thought was a thought of worshipping. So that's a good thought. It's likening it to the thoughts of angels that the angels, the classification scheme, it's not that the angel puts the thought on the person, but it's like the way an angel would think, yes, I should worship Allah Ta'ala, I should obey Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala. It's a pure thought. It's a thought of nur and purity. But the other side is also there. Maybe he decides to eat his suhoor longer and not pray. Right? So the thought that did occur to him, at least, the impulse to possibly pray, that is ex- that did exist, and one cannot deny that. Then khatir al-nafsi. Fourth type of thought. Khatir milan Or zinat, ishrat, hasad, kibr, bukhul, hirs So this is the thoughts of the nafs. Now what's being suggested here is the nafs also, so to speak, has its own feelings and thoughts. Let's stick to that English word I give you. The nafs has its own impulses. Sometimes the nafs will have an impulse. Sometimes the nafs will have an impulse. So what was Khatan and Maliki? Asma, that was your ruh having an impulse. Many Mashaik ulama also mention this about fasting in Ramadan. That what happens in Ramadan when you fast, you are trimming the nafs and you are amplifying your ruh. And they talk about getting the sifat of the angels because the angels don't need to eat and they don't drink. And they're more engaged in worship. Here, so this nafsi thought means the nafs has an impulse. And the nafs's impulse is what? Trying to drag the person towards sin. Trying to drag the person towards sin. Getting attracted to outward beauty. Getting attracted to luxury, ease and comfort. Or the nafs may have an impulse of envy, arrogance, stinginess, greed and other such spiritual ailments and illnesses of the heart. And this impulse of the nafs starts pulling a person towards the direction of sin, whether that's outer sin in the dahir or that's inner sin in the batir. Then he mentions khatr khair or sharki shanacht. So how to distinguish between, uh, how to distinguish and what is the difference between good and bad thoughts. Khatir al-khair al-shar mein chan kisim ka farke. Allah. Yeke talazwe shariyat se jaan sunay. Agar shariyat ke mutabik hai, to wo sahi aur khair hai, wagarna shar hai. So the first way to distinguish between whether I have a good thought and a bad thought, 
or a good impulse and a bad impulse, good motivation, inspiration, or a bad evil one, is to assess it in light of the tarazu means the mizan and the scales of sharia. Assess it in light of the scales of sharia. If that impulse is something that is mutabik, muwafiq, according to within sharia, then it's khair. And if it's anything other than that, then it should be considered shar. So, if you have a problem, you can't do it. So, if you have a problem, you can't do it. So, you remember many times you heard us explain the fear of Surat al Fatiha, and then Surat al Mustaqim, Surat al Adina Anamta Alehim, and Allah tells us about Allah Adina Anam Allah, who is the Beginner, who is the Deacon, who is the Adal, who is the So, if he is not sure, Maybe because of lack of ilm, or because maybe that act is from the mushtabihat, unclear, gray area. So it's not 100% clear is this, I'm, I'm getting this impulse, this thought, this inclination to do this thing. Is it khair or is it shab? So second, he should try to think, and I imagine the salihin would, this, would do this. Would it be something? Now, salihin means two things here. Number one means the people. And number two, it also means the concept of being Salih. Any ekle aase ka sakta ki neko aase kar sakte ki nahi. Or dusra aase tamir kar sakte ki neki isme hai ki nahi. Like what I view it as an act of virtue and piety to behave like that, to act like that, to do like that. And if the answer is no, right? If the answer is yes, to khair hai, vagarna shah hai. If the answer is yes, I think it's an act of piety or it would befit the pious and virtuous don't think that impulse and thought is a fear. And otherwise, know that it is shar. Right? So obviously the highest way, but normally, and there's a reason why also, these mashayik say salihin. The highest way would be for somebody to say that why don't you think of Nabi Akareem, some Allah, would do this. But that could potentially put you in a bit of a dangerous area. Because you don't want to try to make that determination. For example, if you say, yes, Nabi Akareem so would have done it. Maybe it's something you wouldn't have done, actually. You could be wrong. You are naqis akal. So, rather than think about Nabi Akareem sallallahu it's easier and safer to think this and the salihin do it. Alright? Now, let's say, for example, I'll give you a very mundane example, smoking. Let's say there's somebody who's not sure I really know smoking haram for me or not. Right? Or if I want to be mean, niswar and tam. Huh? Tambaku, Niswar, and Tam. Right? If a person is not sure, right? But it depends because we do have Salihin who have done some of the, I don't know about smoking, but Niswar and Tam, definitely there are some Salihin who do Niswar and Tam. So if you know about the Salihin, that's another thing. So if a person has knowledge of what the Adat and Urf of the Salihin are, then they can easily check themselves against it, that there might be a person who doesn't know so much about Shreya, he also doesn't really know about the Adat and the Urf of Salihin, so that's why I told you his own concept of what would constitute virtue, he should think like that, right? So these are uh, things, right? You have an impulse to go, hey, that would be too strict on it, you think about your different impulses, and you yourself should decide whether you can imagine the Salihin doing such a thing or not. Now obviously it's not talking about halal and haram here, right? It's not like if you did, 
many of such things would be haram, jaiz in Syria, right? Jaiz shar'an bila karahat koi muzaika ne, muzaika. Means jaiz bila karahat is permissible without any. But still you might feel it's not something the Salihin would do. Now here you have to be careful, right? There's always hidden dangers here. If you don't do that act because you think the Salihin wouldn't do it, doesn't mean by abstaining from that you became Salihin. For example, you think, oh, Mera Khalik is Salihin, all you can eat iftar buffet restaurant prashad nahi jata. Main bhi nahi jata. Abne Salih ban gaya? Nahi nahi. Itna Salih nahi hai Salih banna, ya buffet mein nahi jata. Thik hai? But ek ghalat fehme ho sakti in Salih ko. Right? You might get in this ujub. So you have to be careful here. Right? So the ikhlas and tawazu is very important. Ikhlas and tawazu, sincerity and humility are these core master features. And really that's the problem. Shaitan will either catch you through failure or he, if you manage to succeed, succeed in leaving sins, succeed in making ibadah, he will try to catch you on this insincerity and lack of humility and conceit. He'll get you over there. Right? He'll get you over there. So, even if you can't, I don't know if the Salihin would do that. I don't know. Right? 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 This is a bit tricky. You know, now you're dealing with your inner enemy. Now, it's not easy to pace things to your nafs. Hmm? This is a tricky game. You just imagine like a wild, rabid beast dog, and you enter the cage and see, does he like this meat or not? That's a bit of a risky thing to do. Hmm? Risky thing to do. So, nafs here means khud pasand. If you find your zati pasand, if you feel that you yourself seem to enjoy it, nafs means lazat, nafs means pasand, means your pleasure lies in doing it. And it's obviously talking about something mundane and dunya. Then there's a chance it might be sharp for you because it might be something that's indulging your nafs. And if your nafs doesn't seem to want to do it, then it might be fair for you because why does your nafs not want to do it? It might be something that goes against the nafs. The third part is a bit difficult, a bit difficult to figure out. That these people perhaps were so, I'm not even saying the Mashaq all day, I'm talking about Salakin in this time, were so thoroughly engaged in the battle against their nafs, they were probably more well acquainted with what the nafs seems to like and what the nafs doesn't seem to like, what seems to be a burden on the nafs, what seems to be a rahat for the nafs. So they were more acquainted with that because these were people of Mujahadat al-Nafsan, Mukhalafat al-Nafs, a person who is ongoing in that effort and battle against their nafs, they would be able to do the third thing. And a person who isn't really doing that, they might not have any idea of what this means in nafs ko patnayim khayashaya ya nafs ki nazat hai is mayani. Or better ye hai ki jo khatir o khayal samaj mein na aaye, to usse apne sheikh o murshid ki saamne pesh kar de. وہ جس کو خیر سمجھے وہ خیر ہے اور جس کو شر سمجھے وہ شر ہے This is obviously in things that are not kathi, not known in Sharia, that are mubahad, you're not sure. I'm getting this idea, this impulse, is it fair, is it shar? And you can't figure it out on these criteria of Sharia and Salihin 
and maybe not skilled enough to figure out anafs, so better simply to ask the sheikh. Sheikh amrazi kalbiya ki tisfees or ilaj karta hai. So the sheikh's job is to cure the spiritual, identify and then try to do identify, diagnose, try to attempt to prescribe the cure for the spiritual illness. Here and then he explains a different rule, that same type of person, maraz mufrad or murakab, then ilaj fadagul waqt or shahadul waqt. So there's the same categories that we did for the person who has a simple illness, person who has compound multiple illnesses, how to cure the person who has fadagul waqt, who has a lot of time, means they can do more. They can do more. Right? Even sometimes the doctor tell you that, look, if you can, if you've got time, it's better if you exercise 60 minutes a day. If your lifestyle doesn't allow you to do that, you exercise 20 minutes a day. They might give you prescriptions like that. So fadagul waqt and ilaje shahadul waqt. Uh, so there's a difference between them, all right? Khair uh, says, Murshid is ka mahir fan o hazak means the Murshid is supposed to be skilled in being able to diagnose and prescribe the cure for the illnesses, examining whether it's Wafad and Murakab and the person is Fadagulbak or Shahulalbak. All right. And uh, whatever the Sheikh says, as Kibbutabek was out his Abani, Kalbi, Murakabad, Matlatai, the Marid should try to do those things, the different Zikrizkar uh, that the Sheikh may prescribe as a cure. Then, so we did one section with you on love, second section was on Khawatir. Then, a third section we wanted to share with you is his comments on Marifat and Muhammad. Marifat and Muhammad. Marifat se Muhammad pehda hoti hai. Marifat se Muhammad pehda hoti hai, jis kadr mahbub ki jamal, kamal, nawal, aur jalal ki pehchan aur shanaq padhti jayegi, isi kadr Muhammad bharti jayegi. So Marifat is talking about Marifat Ilahi and Muhammad Ilahi. The more and more a person understands the Jamal of Allah Ta'ala, Kamal of Allah Ta'ala, Nawal of Allah Ta'ala, and Jalal of Allah Ta'ala, and the deeper and more intimately they are aware of them, the more they will have love for Allah Ta'ala. The more they will have love for Allah Ta'ala. Muhammad Kamadar ya Jamal al-Mahboob hotai, Aashik bichara jamal be intiha par farifta hokar janamal sab kuch kurban karta hai. Bala jiske jamal la zawal be misal ho be had ke saamne ho. Be had ho. Be had ke saamne suraj aur chaudhvi ki chand ko samundr se katra kisi nisbet bhi beja ho. So he's saying that one of the foundations of love for a person can be the beautiful attributes, beauty and beautiful attributes and beautiful nature of their beloved. And this is the nature of the lover that 
if they encounter unlimited beauty, endless beauty, infinite beauty, then they would absolutely give themselves over entirely to that. Jan Mal they would give their life and their money and their very being and everything for such a beautiful beloved. And so obviously he's referring to Allah Ta'ala, So the beauty of Allah Ta'ala's unfading, unending, Misal has is incomparable, has no likeness or behad, and is absolutely limitless. Is absolutely limitless. So uh, this is the first aspect of falling in love with Allah Ta'ala, to know the beauty of Allah Ta'ala. This beauty of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala again is found in ilm and ibadah. The more knowledge you have of Qur'an al-Kareem, the more you know the small husna, the more you know the seerah sunnah, the dear kareem sallallahu the more you will appreciate the jamal, wondrous beauty and amazing nature of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And the more you do ibadah, the more you do zikr, the more you feel the jamal of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. One is to know the jamal of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. One is to feel the Jamal of Allah SWT. Your heart will feel that Jamal of Allah SWT the more ibadat and zikr a person makes. Alright? Yashik madar kamal mahabub hota hai. Phir kamal teen kisim par hai. Zati, sifati, wa afali. Here, then he's going to go into further details. But, uh, the second foundation of the love that their lover may have for their beloved is based on their kamal, on their perfections. And there may be three aspects to that. The zati perfections, that the being entity is perfect in essence, in zat. Second, sifati perfections, that that being possesses attributes of perfection, perfect attributes. And afal, that the actions of that being and entity are perfect. Alright? Uh, then he's going to go to, he's going to keep going on that. But what this means is that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, in his essence, attributes and actions, all three, and all three is absolutely perfect. Our problem is we often don't perceive that. We don't deny that. We all have aqidah, we all have iman in it, we all accept it. But we don't perceive that. The more a person has ilm al-deen, the more a person does amal al-deen, the more they'll be able to perceive these kalamat. Even when you just do tafsir a few surahs, you can appreciate the perfection of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Even when you hear a few du'as, or even a few ayat, in which Allah ta'ala mentions His rahmah and maghfirah, His mercy and forgiveness, you understand the perfection of His sifat. And even in a person's own life, you will find that Allah ta'ala causes actions, or Allah ta'ala is the actor in your life, and does things to you, for you, you will realize the perfection of his actions. Until a person can realize these things, realize means idraq and marafat, until a person is aware of them, a person has to have iman in this. A person must have firm aqidah in this. Right? It's not just enough to believe in the oneness of Allah Ta'ala, you must also believe in the perfection of Allah Ta'ala. The perfection of Allah Ta'ala. And this is why a lot of people who haven't reached that, who don't have this company of mashayik and ilm and marfat. They only believe in Allah's oneness, but they don't know about His perfection and wonders, and they don't have this love, and they don't know about His beauty. They have neither marfat nor mahabbat, 
Nobody really knows Jamal, nor do they know Kamal. It's very easy to shake them. Because all they have is just a belief in oneness. That's it. It's easy to shake them in their Iman. But as a person goes deeper and deeper and has more malafat, more mahabbat, then that person's Iman becomes mazboot. That person's Iman becomes qawi. Means that person's faith becomes yaqeen and certain and becomes strong. And then you can't shake them. There's some ugly argument. And they won't be shaken due to some crisis and catastrophe that happens in their life. And they won't be shaken due to something that happens in the ummah or something news event or current event that happens in the world. Because they have a deeper connection with Allah SWT. So a very important aspect, I mean we're going through this very quickly, all of these three are very important things. The tazkiyah and Islam, the nafs, and getting out of amara and Nawama. Second, protecting oneself from the harmful nafsi or shar or evil khayalat and khawatir. And third, having the deep marafat and muhabbat of Allah SWT. So we were just showing you little teasers and tasters of how these great mash'arik Allah, what they used to speak about, what they used to teach the people. And indeed, anybody who could learn these things and be trained in these things and practice and implement Islam and nafs, tazkir to nafs, who could practice and implement trying to... And a person would want to have more Rahmani impulses. And if they have a Malaki impulse, they would want to act upon it more. And a person would now be more on guard against the shaitani impulse. Right? And then a person should want to have more marifat and muhammad for Allah subhanahu So these are just drops. There's whole oceans behind these knowledges and training that it gives us an understanding that really this is something that we need. This is not fluff. This is not goofy Sufi theory. This is real deep intense deen. Because this makes an abd have deeper ta'luf, nisbat, rabd, deeper connection and feelings for the rab Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and the deeper and deeper the heartfelt connection becomes with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala the more truly a person will end up following the Qur'an sunnah and shaykh but that deep connection doesn't come from reading it it doesn't come from listening to it it doesn't come from understanding the terminologies and typologies that's yasai tabir right, it tabirat se kuch nahi milta tabirat or ta'limat Tabirat it is or Talimat it is a wolf, Zagia he, Bazate hood, Koyesir Nirakti. Agar in Tabirat, Talimat, say in San Kukut Samadaja, Ho Saja, or in Hataiko Hasukari, Pir Uskamadata. Alright, so it's not about the expressions, not about the readings, not about the teachings, but it's about actually getting these realities. This was a way the Messiah used to. Train. We make the one Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala accept each and every one of us for Islam and not tasqir to nafs. May He save us from the bad khalat and bad khalat that have become so widespread and pervasive. May He make us respond to any and all good impulse that He places in us. May He save us from having such a deep khaflat. Yeah. We have to beg Allah Ta'ala to give us hifazah from that. May Allah Ta'ala protect us from such. Right? And then if Allah Ta'ala from His Fazl and Karam grants us His Marifat and Muhammad. Because all of us ultimately want to be the true lovers and true beloved of Allah Ta'ala. 
and that it requires a lot of effort and a lot of dua. Understanding what a lover is is one thing. Becoming a lover is another thing altogether. Understanding alamat of muhabbat and alamat of mahbubiyat, that's one thing, that's lists. We can give you lists and lists and lists. But becoming like that, that's a whole effort altogether. So majlis is a small drop and the real effort is amal and ibadat and zikr and taqwa and haya and sunnah. And if you don't have the ibadat, zikr, hayat, taqwa, sunnah, and you can read this, you can memorize this, it won't take you anywhere. Right? Allah Ta'ala, amal ki tafiq nasib Make intention that your spiritual heart is silently calling Allah's name, that your tongue is calling Allah, Allah, Allah. La ilaha illallah Muhammadun Rabbana <laughs>
आपके दीन की बातें समझना नसीब फरमा दावत दीन के लिए कबूल फरमा खिदमत दीन के लिए कबूल फरमा फरमा किसी भी साथी के कोई अमा को फरमा आपने किसी भी मोमिन का अमा को कभी जय नहीं करते बेकरीम अखलास को हालत फरमा आर्जी को हालत फरमा एक किसानी को हालत फरमा हमारे नस को महरूब फरमा हमारी बेरंगी को महरूब फरमा हमारे गुनाहों को महरूब फरमा हमारे कमजोरियों को महरूब फरमा बेकरीम हमारे कमजोरियाँ नुस आपके कमालत के सामने क्या हैसियत रख सकते हैं आप जात में भी कमाल हैं सिफात में भी कमाल हैं अफआल में भी कमाल हैं अपनी कामिल रहमत हम पर मतवजह कर लीजिए अपने कामिल मकसद हम पर मतवजह कर लीजिए अपने कामिल हिदायत हमें अदा कर लीजिए बेकरी महमद कामिल तकवाता फरमा कामिल सुनत की पैरवी नसीब फरमा कामिल शरीर की इतबा नसीब फरमा आपकी कामिल इतात अदा फरमा हमारी कामिल हिफाजत फरमा हमारी कामिल रहन दौरान उनसे सच्ची पक्की पूरी जिंदगी अपने पिछले किए गुनाह पर शरण करना नसीब फरमा रबनाथ